Hi there, and a very warm welcome to this session of the Short Stay Virtual Summit, where I welcome Neely Khan. Now, Neely joins me from Neely There, where she is a professional hospitality writer. Neely, welcome. How are things with you? Amazing. Thank you so much, Elaine, for having me here. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Same, you? same. I am great. Thank you for being here. And first of all, let's find out a little bit more about you and, and your background and a little bit of an overview of Nearly There. What do you do? So I am a, in layman's terms, I'm a hospitality writer and a storyteller, which I know sounds really um, woo-woo, a little bit woo-woo to some people, but that is pretty much what I do. So the main cusp of my work is to write stories. In terms of how I came to be and all of that stuff, um, really straightforward. I've always wanted to be a writer ever since I was a little girl. Um, I kind of fell into hospitality as, as a teenager and I ended up working in hospitality, mainly front of house. And then I moved into recruitment roles and sort of senior roles, marketing roles. And I stayed in hospitality for about 10 years. Right. Um, so really, really enjoyed that, but also wanting to pursue a career in writing at the same time. So about five years ago, around the same time I became a single parent, I decided to, to take the leap and merge two of my most favorite things, hospitality and writing. And and here I am. And here you are. Yes, exactly. So you've obviously learned a lot about writing in that time. And there is more to great copy than conveying with words how good the holiday home and the guest experience that they can have there is. How, how else can owners use great copy to attract their ideal guest? So apart from, this is a great question, by the way, apart from um, how you would usually sort of, um, because I think when you say copywriter or content writers people you immediately think of these sort of stereotypical uh, connotations most of which are true obviously that's why they're there um so apart from the more common things such as the website copywriting and the email sequences and stuff like that um to you know in terms of engaging with guests through your writing i think a lot of it comes from sort of getting to know them um yes. and actually that's a huge part of of writing and the kind of writing that I do. I always say to people that the writing part is just the consequence. It's just the output. Writing, um, copywriting, content writing should just be a result of the research that you put in, of all of the time you put in, um, in trying to get to know your target audience and your guests, whoever your reader might be. So um, I think that's probably more important than the words you put down on a piece of paper or on a screen. So that is probably yeah, that, that would be it to answer your question. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, it's really good to get your your insight and your your side to that because yeah. it it's it's good to know that there's there is that side to it, that learning side, and yeah. to really speak directly to the people that you want to attract. Yeah. So it's you, of initiating conversations, you know, not just yeah. writing, sending it, you know, and putting it out there and sending it. Things should always initiate conversations, and then that's how you build those long-lasting relationships. So and that connection, that's yeah, because right now and well, certainly over over the last few months, connection is something that's just been super, super important because we've all been so disconnected. So, yeah, to, to continue that within our, our, our copy and, and the guest experience, I think is, is a fantastic point. Thank you for that. So if we were looking at our, at our website, let's mm -hmm. start there. What would you say is the most important page on that website from, from a copywriting or content perspective? So um, if you were to ask sort of, you know, professionals and statistically speaking, I think everybody would tell you that there are two pages, 
on any sort of standard website that are the most important, which is obviously a homepage because that's where um, your first impressions and that's where you get your main message across. That's where you identify your target market if you do it correctly. That's where you nail your niche um, and really get the feel of your, of your brand across. And that always needs to happen on your homepage and obviously your about page which if I'm not wrong, the last time I checked is the second most visited page on websites. Um, you, you might know this better than me, Elaine, um, after, after home pages. And obviously yeah. your page is an opportunity for, for people and guests to get to know you and your brands a little bit better. Um, so yeah, I would say those are probably the two most important parts. Um, however, at the same time, it should never be a case of, and I've seen this happen so many times when I work on website copy, that um, people will tend to put like 70% of their energy just on those two pages and then everything else. In our case, obviously, you know, your property descriptions um, and the bit about, you know, your services and your features and things like that, that's really super important too. So while your homepage and your about page is very, very important, um, your entire website really should be seen as something that's of, you know, that quality needs to be consistent throughout. Yeah, really good point that it's it's beyond that, isn't it? It's continu- continuing that consistency of showing who who you are, and and on that, I think the the story of who you are and your place is super important, especially now. You know, the building of the trust. So, how should owners go about creating their story to really connect with guests? What would you say are the 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 sections to really concentrate on to to build that story out and connect with your guests? They know who you are. Yeah. So obviously, this is my favorite part of, of all of it. Um, creating your your story, your brand story. It's um it's more to do with actually, and I think you'll agree, it's more to do with with branding. Um as it is, you know, than it is to do with marketing, maybe. And I find that it's, it's, it's a bit of an enigma, the whole thing about creating your brand story, because even though you see a lot of people speak about it, and it's become like a buzzword in our industry, in the marketing space, um, it's very often misconstrued. So when it comes to actually creating your story for your brand, so the first thing that I think you need to remember is that there are two different types of storytelling when it comes to business. First, you've got personal storytelling, which is using your own story to connect with, with your audience, where you start talking about your life, where you're from, like I did with you at the beginning of this conversation. And the second one is corporate storytelling, where you create brand stories and you create them specifically, again, to connect with your guests, but also to sell a particular service or product. So when we're looking at your website, for example, now, uh, my good friend, Mark Simpson of Boostly, uh, he recommended that I read a book called Story Brand by Donald Miller. And in that book, they recommend a type of framework that you should use just across your business and especially on your website. And that's something that I've been sort of heavily referring to now with my clients. And what that teaches you is that yes, your own story is really, really important when you're connecting with your guests. But the one most important thing to remember to answer your question is that it's all about the benefits. How are you benefiting the people that you're serving? So it's great to talk about where you're from it's great to talk about your hobbies and interests because a lot of people like doing that on their about page, which is yeah. fine, I guess. But at no point should you be, should you start to sound boastful, start using more, I did this, I did this words and phrases, then this is how it can help you. You know, contrary to popular belief, and not everyone will agree with me here, I think even your about page and your the bit where you talk about your personal story should be written in such a way where the person who's reading it thinks, this sounds great for me, not this sounds great and this makes this person sound amazing and I'm so impressed and 
this person has huge credibility. That's all great. How is that going to help me? Because that's what people are constantly thinking and asking themselves when they're visiting your website. So um, I know that's a really long-winded, long-winded <laughs> answer to what you've just asked me. So I think the most important thing is pick out the bits of your story that are beneficial for the people you serve. That gives you clout, that gives you credibility, that, that builds that trust between you and your guests. But most importantly, really helps the person understand that, you know, this is why you can help them. And that should always be at the forefront of your mind, you know. There should be no room for the ego and stuff like that, you know, just keep it, which I just try and keep it very humble and always focus on how you can serve the people who are feeding your business. And I think that's the best way to, to go about it. Thank you for that. I think that's really gonna gonna help people know how to get started. So thank you for that. I know something else that's that's happening now is well, really, it's always been there is destination marketing, but now there's really a draw on how it's, people are starting to realize how important it is within their business, within how they are talking about their area, and that it's more than just your property and there's really more of a shift towards local stays and less international travel. So how can people really start to attract visitors to book directly with them using the benefits of the destination to get them to come on in and stay at their place? You know, it's, it's, it's so funny and interesting because I think, I almost think that should be easier. um, If you, you know, again, if you kind of approach it with, you know, with the right frame of mind, because, Um, Like you've said, so when it comes to destination marketing and talking about your destination and talking about, you're then referring to the entire experience of a person's stay, which goes far beyond the room that you're offering um, and the facilities within your property, it far supersedes that. Um, And actually what that does is that that gives you the opportunity to talk about lots of other different things. I think, um, again, I don't know about you, but when people approach me for things like content, you know, help with their content, with their articles, with their emails, one of the main questions is, what do I write about? There's only so much I can say about a uh, about a refurbed room and stuff like that, which is quite boring if that's all you're writing about. But if you're writing about um, your area and you know the activities and the rich experiences, there are so many sort of different things, so many different stories you can carve from you know the entire experience. So I think to begin with, um, to approach it with an open mind, not to think that if I write about an event that's happening. A few miles away from where we're situated it's not relevant it's absolutely relevant um, and it's a much better way of marketing your business because you don't appear as if you're only talking about yourself about your rooms about your facilities how amazing your staff is obviously this is all very important but um you know people aren't ignorant anymore you know where you know our audiences are getting smarter and smarter if we're constantly talking about ourselves and what we do yes it's great but people are looking for more you know so actually if you're talking about rich experiences or you know other activities within um the area that you're located in people who buy into that and they will if you do it properly they will naturally want to book with you anyway so it's all about sort of having an open mind about the content that you share so i think that again that's the first thing i'd say is is just have an open mind to the kind of things you can write about and not to assume immediately that just because it's not directly linked to your property um it's not going to entice your guests in i think sometimes there's a fear of if I push this too much, you know, they'll start, you know, getting more interested in, you know, these activities and experiences as opposed to booking with me, but that's never the case. It's something that I actually do a lot of with my clients. We talk about, not directly about them. We write really long reports and, 
white papers about other things that are happening around their area and people love that like the guides and the travel guides and you know they'll read it and they'll be like that's great I'm going there so I may as well book with this with this SDR property so yeah that's great yeah it is I think you made a really good point there that that as people move away from talking about just themselves and talking about the the area that's not to actually be worried that you're going to over talk about your area I that that is a great point thank you for for bringing that up most definitely and it helps to place you as the expert right and somebody who cares about the person that's coming to stay and that's a great point again it's a great way of positioning yourself as, as sort of like an authority in that particular space so yeah yeah great point definitely yeah thank you okay so someone who's really starting to to create content talking to their ideal guests sharing their area how often should we be really creating content around the destination to to attract our ideal guests this is like the golden question isn't it how often should I be sharing content and how often should I be putting stuff out there if I'm completely honest um I don't want to give you like a textbook textbook answer if I'm completely honest I don't actually think there's a right or wrong answer I think if you're going to share something share something of a good quality of of an excellent quality actually not of a good quality if you're going to share content because I think for a long time not so much now but you know if you look at the way marketing was a few years ago three or four years ago the advice was post every day post on share something on LinkedIn five times a day you know put a blog out literally every other day you know because consistency is, is great. Um, and I agree with the whole thing about done is better than perfect because you don't want to be the kind of a person who fixates on getting one masterpiece together and that taking you three months to do. And that's actually um, something that I've had to learn um, during my business journey because I'm much more of a perfectionist than I am of some, something, someone who just, you know, um, shares things, you know, so frequently. But I do think it's important to have that balance. So I think if you're going to share any kind of content obviously have, you know, commit to it to some extent. So if you've decided to share one good quality article a week, then make sure you do that, first of all, if that's what you're saying to your audience. So, you know, don't go back on that commitment that you're making, but then at the same time, please make sure that it's of it's a great quality. Don't just share things just because of the sake of it. Unfortunately, we do see, you know, quite a lot of that happening where people just want to out content their competitors just for the sake of being heard. Um, and being sort of loud but one thing that I can guarantee is that even if you share content maybe a little less frequently um, you should be sharing it frequently but maybe you're not doing it every single day if it's of that quality that it needs to be then I can guarantee people will remember you and if anything they'll wait for your next bit of content they'll be willing to wait an extra two days if you're willing to put that effort and work in to share something that's of a great quality so and, and you know if you're the kind of a person who can share excellent quality every single day, then that's amazing. Then absolutely do that if you have the time to do it. So again, I don't think that's a right or wrong answer. I think as long as you make a commitment, you stick to it. There's a long-term consistency with it and it's of a certain quality. I think um, that's the most important thing to me where where sharing content is concerned because it's such a crowded um, place at the moment. Um, There's no like barrier to entry. Anyone can, I actually wrote um, a piece about this for the Book Direct Network. And it was called anybody can write a blog and it's true anybody can sit on their computer and type up a 500 word blog um that's not necessarily going to make you stand out from your competitors i think now more than ever focusing on that quality is super duper important yeah yeah i love the quality message that's that's great thank you for your perspective on that i really appreciate it so 
what sort of words, final words of advice would you have for anyone wanting to thrive in this new landscape moving forwards? With their content specifically? With their yes. Oh, final words of advice. Okay. Um, research. Uh, that's the most important thing for me. Um, have a solid, solid plan in place. I know it sounds really boring, um, but without that, you're, you're not going to create, you know, the best type of content for your brand to represent your brand. So the first advice would be research and plan. Don't just think that sporadically you can write something um, and it will be great. It might be good, but it would be great. The second thing is obviously it's kind of tied in with research. Know who it is that you're writing for. Don't try to appeal to everybody. People who appeal to everybody very rarely stand out. Um, carve your niche, carve what it is that you want to be remembered for, and then create a little brainstorm of the kind of words people you want people to sort of say to themselves when they're reading your content. So planning, carve out your niche, don't try to appeal to everyone. And then when it comes to the actual writing stages, if you've done number one and two properly, then the writing hopefully should come a little bit easier. Um, if you really do struggle with creating content for yourself, um, I know this sounds biased, but you know, reach out to a professional. Um, yeah. It's, it's so important, it's so important. You know, not everybody can, you know, we all have different talents and skills and stuff. Writing, even though in this age of, of audio and, you know, videos and things like that, writing and content writing, that is something that's never gonna die or go away. People will always want to read things that are written well. And, you know, I feel very, very strongly about that because I know you hear a lot of people saying, oh, you know, video and audio, that's gonna replace writing it never will it never will people will always be prepared to read things that are written well so again quality those would be my three sort of really yeah yeah those like the, the cornerstone of of writing and thriving that those are, those are absolutely great thank you and finally and I, I've been asking everybody this question and it is a really tricky one especially based on the weird year that we've just had but where do you see the future of our industry heading Oh, that is, that is a very, that's a great question. I think, um, like you've said, it's been such a remarkable year. It's been so, there's been so much, dare I say, uncertainty, everybody's favourite word these days. Um, I think the future is looking epic. I think it's looking bright. I think it's looking amazing, if I'm completely honest. I think, you know, once we've come out of this very confusing period that we're in, I think we can already see signs of that happening anyway. I think people... Uh, will want to travel people will want to travel and actually there's going to be a different mindset I think when it comes to traveling I think we're going to reach this new age of people will want better experiences they'll want richer experiences they'll want to create memories because for so long we've lived through time without all these things so um, it might be the optimistic in me but I feel very very I think if you've made it this far then you're going to be absolutely fine you know um so yeah I'm I'm, I'm all roasting for glasses and everything <laughs> no I do agree with you I, I love how things are, are shaping up after such a tricky year yeah. I think I do I do agree with what you said there and, and I don't I don't think we're biased or rose tinted I think like you said the really important point there is if you've made it this far you've you're doing something right <laughs> you're in it you're you're the right person to be here you you know you you've put everything into it to make sure that you are here so I think that's that's a great way of looking at things and we do need a little bit of brightness so thank you for ending on a positive if people would like to reach out to you they found out yep they understand destination marketing now they understand how important copy is but they just don't want to sit down and do it themselves they want to reach out find out how you can help how is the best way they can get in touch with you Neely? 
Yeah, so these the there's obviously my website, nearlythere.co.uk. Um, the easiest way and the quickest way to get through to me is um, on LinkedIn. So just search Neely Khan. There's not very many Neely Khans on LinkedIn and send me a message and I'm I'm all ears or, or eyes, should I say. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Amazing. Thanks again for coming to to have a chat with me today. I've loved hearing your perspective and your passion for the industry too. Thank you for sharing that. And hopefully I'll get to meet you in the not too distant future. Have an amazing day. Thank Bye you. for now. Thank Bye. you. Bye.